No, 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 you can't be loud. Don't make me do that thing I don't want to do, and I don't want to do that to you. Please, 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 please be quiet. Welcome back to the Macapsort. Bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm Tony Garcia. I'm Taylor Alkis. Today we're talking about killing children. No, we're uh, no, no, we're not. No. <laughs> What's the best way? Don't do it. We're come store on. them. What the fuck? <laughs> no, today we're talking about The Devil's Candy, a film by Sean White. By Snowboarder. B-Y-I-R-N-E. No, B-Y-R-N-E. Oh my god, he did The Loved Ones? Yeah, dude. I've never seen no that film. No fucking way. Is it a good film? Dude, it's so fucking funny, but it's like really <laughs> creepy too. A chick at prom, it has prom night, right? But she's the weird one of the group and a dude says no to her, but she captures him. Good. And makes like fucking uh, a, like a, a memoir book. Yeah. Of every dude that she captures over the years. And oh, kills. I see it. Dude. Oh, dude, it's so fucking good. God. We you gotta watch the next, I, I'm sorry. I, I, those the, no, those films with like a with a female stalker. I never. I feel like they always cast wrong because like the chick is always like pretty attractive. She, they made her look oh, in on this one. She's the chick that played on Hell on Wheels, the one with the uh, Indian marks on her neck or on her chin. Hell on. And she yes. dates the uh, Commons oh, character. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's her. Oh, she's actually really cute. Well, in this, she looks like no makeup, all that shit makes her look kind of gritty. Oh, okay. Until she gets to her, like, prom dress and stuff, then she looks better. Let's see. Yeah, dude. God damn, I didn't know that he made that one. Yeah, dude. And it's a good mm-hmm. film. He, re- he wrote it, too. I'm excited. Oh, yeah, he wrote, uh, um, this, f- oh, yeah, he wrote The Loved Ones, too. He wrote this and The Loved Ones. What do you think about this film? You get away from get me. Mic. You get the fuck. Get it's not even mic. by the mic, bitch. Just kidding. Um, um, when you had me watch it, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> did, he, did he really like pick this one? Because uh, the first five minutes is just... Fucking love the opening. Over and over and over. And I'm like, oh, this fucker only and picked the, it because of Metalheads. Yeah, and I was like, he only picked it because of the metalheads. I don't like this right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, because I'm not big into like fucking films that portray metalheads all the time, you know? Because <laughs> a lot of metalheads will go to it and be like, fuck yeah, dude, metal! Yeah, and that's the metal. only reason they like the fucking film. I but, do that. Uh, it, it was mediocre until about the endish part, kind of, to it's me. 90% of Rotten Tomatoes, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's just with how fresh it is, I thought, right? It's fresh. Yeah, yeah, like it's a fresh idea. How do you score 64? Fuck you, people. Well, that's what I was going to say. I'll that's, kill you all. That's where mine kind of falls in a tad Oh, kill them. Piss now. Like, I have some positives in the movie and some weird negatives. Like, it's kind of... It's negative. just more like fucking uh, human interaction and shit, you know? Like, what do you mean? with the father, mother... And then the fucking cops. And wait, what was your issue with them? What? What was your issue with all them? Oh no, I was just saying in general, like that's what what we're gonna get into, like on my side. Well, let's get into it. I want to know what your negatives are, dude. Don't be like this. Nah. On the spot. Talk shit. Get hit. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, no. Okay, so my biggest thing in horror movies. Sorry, but this is gonna sound really fucking dumb. Anyways, but big it's booties. just it's just me. Okay, we need big booties. No, no, it's nothing like that. Okay, so daughter, right? Oh wait, number one. It's that whole fucking like. Okay, if you first watch it, everyone's like probably gonna be like, oh, "This is a possession movie," you know, which I totally thought. So that right off the bat, I was like, "This fucker knows I don't like possession movies," you know. And I, <laughs> unless it's like The Exorcist, you yeah, know, I can handle that. But like, then I was like, "Fuck!" But then later on, you realize that it's actually like a mental illness that the guy's got, right? Yeah. But like, uh, so that actually like came back at me and was like, "Damn, dude, this is actually pretty cool." But like, okay, so. When a person gets shot through the chest, 
and it's fucking, it's through his chest where clearly the fucking lung is going to be punctured, that bitch ain't getting back up. Okay, he's not going to be running upstairs, swinging a bat at the fucking intruder, right? Okay, because that lung's collapsed at this point, you know? Unless he fucking does one of the fucking weird quick surgery things where he sticks a pen through his fucking chest, you know, to breathe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Okay. And then the mother, you think, gets shot. How the fuck's this dude a bad shot? He was point blank range, and he likes to kill. Okay. I'm this is just me. See, I'm getting really technical here and I don't I probably am being too overbearing on this, but like yeah. So, you think the mom's dead and the father's dead and I was like, "Fuck yes." You know, because I thought <laughs> it was going to yes. happen for once. <laughs> for once. Yeah, where like the killer gets the little girl and maybe the cops make it in time, maybe they fucking don't, you know, and that'd be the end of the film. But no. Who comes crawling out of that fucking closet? Mom. Oh, what's the daughter's name? She comes out of the kitchen. She comes from the closet, though. That no, closet room door? No, the closet door that she's crawling out of. You know what I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure it's the kitchen. She comes out of the kitchen, dude. Is it? Is that the door that you went into? Yeah, and then walked into? into the kitchen. What the fuck? Yeah. That makes no sense. The girl's name is Zoe. Okay. Zoe, no, no, right? Okay, well, then Ma comes come crawling out like a, a fucking hell, dead man. animal, you know? Just like, oh, no, you know, like a wounded animal. And then she's, she, what I like about this part now, okay, daughter comes back in. She starts worrying about the daughter first, you know, unlike horror, other horrible films where the mother always goes towards the husband first. It's like, yeah, your kid's being took. You'd be worried about that motherfucker first before your kid, okay? Yeah. They did that right. I was like, damn, they, he, she didn't go straight towards the husband and worry about him, yeah. you know? I was like, she's focused on that. Then she's just pleading to him, like, please, please don't. Then she just is like, I love you. And that's when he pulls the trigger. Nothing happens. You're like, fuck. That was heavy. That got me in the feels just now. Like, I was ready for Ma to be dead. Just like the first time that she yeah. should have been dead, you know? That's two times now. No, and I think then, that, that fuck when he, when he broke into the house with a gun, he just, like, fired it, like... Wasn't really no, like that's what's great about it, it, dude. That's I what it. I loved yeah. about it. Yeah, because, yeah. like, that, like, to me anyways, that portrays how I feel a person would look like being startled. Not, like, if they're possessed, they're not going to give a shit. They're not even be phased, I feel. Yeah. But, like, this was, like, a dude that is disturbed mentally, you know? Yeah. And he was about to be hit from behind, which, you know, another thing with that fucking metalhead, you know? Metalheads act all fucking tough all the time, you know? Why didn't he swing the bat when the dude was still turning? Like, come on. You're ready to get shot anyways if you're going to sit there with a baseball bat. And what's he do? He fucking flails the baseball bat and then just takes off running anyways. I was like, what are you doing? You didn't even fucking swing, dude. Like, he came down and then that's when the dude started, like, doing the, blah, 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 you know, missed all shots. Yeah. And in that second that he missed all them shots, he could have swung down when yeah. his body was coming down <laughs> already. But he, like, <laughs> flung. I was like, oh my god, your adrenaline should be pumping to the point where you're about to hit this dude, dude. Like, and then he gets shot through the chest. And I'm like, he's down for good, you know? Like, that pool of bloods around him and everything. And then that's where this fucking stupid thing always plays throughout all films. Wake up! Please wake up! He has her... You know, I was like, oh my god, this isn't some fucking spiritual awakening point, you know? Come on, let's get up. Let's not get up this time. Let's keep you dead. Let's see what happens with you dead and you bleeding out and not being helpless. What happens? Didn't happen like that, and that's my big negative. Oh, and the whole uh, no, nah, never mind. That doesn't. That kind of makes sense now. What? I'm gonna say the painting, speaking to him and shit. That's one thing I liked about this film was that we don't really know what the affliction was with the house. Like, no, yeah, that's it just caused people to go crazy, and we didn't know. I love it when fucking horror movies don't do that. When horror movies don't like fucking like a load of hours of exposition on me, try to explain some supernatural phenomenon, and like it, it disengages me with like the with the supernatural aspect of it. Because like if I don't actually know what's going on, I feel a little bit more um, invested in seeing what happens and intimidated by the forces at play. Because if I understand them too well, then I'm just hypercritical of 
of the operations of everything. Yeah. And that's that like I, I'm worried about world like uh, rule breaking within the world building and stuff like that. I wish that with without that like supernatural force thing, they would have just went like disturbed guy. Yeah. You know, like Ed Gein type, how yeah. he was kind of disturbed and like he just needed help, you know? Like even in the beginning, you realize that he was fine in the psychiatric ward, wherever mm-hmm. he was, you know? Like you the mother basically infers that, like, we need to send you back to the place, you know, like you're not good right now. But he ain't having it. Because he wants to play his guitar, you know. He's got to fight for his right to party. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> mama ain't God, having it, you know. Yeah. And that's Check when, out mama. You see? Yeah. And like. He's got daddy too. He's like, mommy, you're going home right now. Wait. So in the beginning, was it implied that the dad was going to try to kill his son? I don't think so. I think she. she wait, like when he talked to him? Or no, when like saw the, him? Yeah, when, when the dude walked in and he saw like the his wife on the floor and his son was the, which is playing the guitar upstairs. Was it? It felt like it implied that the dad was gonna go and try to kill his son. I could see that happening. I feel like a lot of men, with how they deal with shit, like emotionally, like yeah. a lot, like men who don't understand genetics and shit or like mental illness, will just chalk it up to like this fucker's just being dumb, you know? Especially yeah. old timey dads, you know, like the yeah. times that were born in the fifties that didn't fucking understand it yet, you know? Like, I feel yeah, he would have done that. Because I've heard about people that would beat, try and beat the mental illness out of their fucking child, you know, and that mm-hmm. didn't work. But yeah. like, I feel like with that, putting it into a father that would kill his son over fucking killing his wife because yeah. he thinks it's just all something that can be handled with abuse, then yeah, I think it's totally possible. Or he's just tired of it at this point in his yeah. age where he just wants to end it, you know, like I can't keep this what do you mean end it like end his son or like his son okay yeah like you just took the love of my life yeah i'm i have to stop you what else was honestly i really love the fucking opening where it's just like stop then all of a sudden like done 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 like oh my god that's so cool you made me sad why dude because i almost shut it off right when i watched it i was like (laughs) i don't know if i can handle this at 10 o'clock at night right now like i was like fuck but i i sat through it because i i figured that you probably had something one thing i really liked about the family though uh about like the family dynamic is that they were all kind of they weren't like a traditional family they were like metalheads all of them yeah and they were like being portrayed as like a loving happy family like despite like the despite the daughter like looking as looking we people would tra- uh, traditionally consider a problem child looking as though she's disturbed and stuff like that like dyed hair wearing like wearing fucking uh, like slayer shirts and shit like that yeah I think they, I think they portrayed them in a good light yeah that's one like, thing I really loved about it. about it yeah they didn't like compromise on the aesthetic of like the metal head family yeah but like portrayed them as though they were still a loving uh, like caring family yeah, we're, we're we're not bad people. Yeah, we're not. It's it's okay. Metal lives matter. Don't say that. <laughs> god damn it. That's the worst fucking thing <laughs> to put out there. Oh my oh, god, you'll get the dude god. at work like, yeah, metal lives do matter. Fuck. I that's understand like, what's going on. <laughs> that's like fucking, like, you know gamers when they act like they're the most oppressed group. Oh my that's god, dude, everyone thing. loves video games. They need to shut the fuck up. You know? <laughs> it's like that. Like when you spend... 12 hours gaming. You can't complain. <laughs> I can't complain. That was fun. Oh, fuck. All my sorrows and troubles went out of the world for 12 hours. <laughs> that was good. Now uh, I'm dealing them today. Fuck. That's wild. Nah, like, yeah. like I got thrown off for a second because, like, the way he talked to his wife, you know? Like, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. What do you mean? I never see, like, a, I've, I never witnessed, like, oh, your mom thinks like this. Like, I thought he was a stepdad or something, you know, like, when they first were talking. Oh, like, really? I thought, yeah, yeah. I, I had a tiny-ass inclination of that. Yeah. Because just how, like, 
the father-wife talked in the first few scenes with each other, like the first few scenes that they actually talk. Like I yeah. was like, uh, I legitimately thought he was together or I legitimately thought he was an older brother. Yeah, yeah. Like I was yeah. like, that's where I was like thrown off. I was like, oh, and then once it got further down, I was like, oh, okay, because she's like, can we listen to something a little bit less heavy? Yeah. And then they're like, Metallica. <laughs> you like, know, I was like, fucking kid. Fuck, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that song is good though. I want to know who the fuck it was. I really like the daughters and the daughter and father relationship though. Oh, I where, know, right? Where like he forgot her, where he like forgot to pick her up, and he's like, "Please, please be my friend again. I'm so sorry." Right? I was like, "God, that's such a good dad." Like, oh, man. like yeah, like I mean, you can't really blame him since he's being afflicted by like Satan or some shit. But like, that was that was legitimately like you actually felt like sorry for him and stuff like that. Like you never see dads like you never see dads that caring in a lot of media. That is true. Like being that like being that remorseful that they hurt their children and like being that concerned about like what how their children see them and stuff like that in like a compassionate manner. Like dads usually care more about like does the children respect does the child respect me and will obey me? Like that's usually how most media um can portrays dad. It's never like does the child um trust me? Do they love me? Will they are will do they feel comfortable talking with me? Can I be their friend? Can I can they feel open to communicating with me? Yeah. It's like one thing that like the media doesn't portray fathers doing enough. And I fucking love that they did this with a metalhead dad. Like yeah. a dude who genuinely cared for whether or not his daughter felt as though she could uh, feel comfortable around him and uh, trust him. I feel like if it's not the party fucking metal scene, like glam metal, you know? Yeah. Like glam metal, I think them dads are way too much about partying and like less about being a fucking parent type shit. You know, like what I've seen at least, like sitting in the groups of yeah. people. You know, like yeah, they care, but they also still care about like their son getting pussy or not their daughter not having a sexual life. You know, because mm-hmm. they've lived that fucking thing. Like if you get into the, more of the thrash metal, um, or the crossover shit or the punk scenes, like you see like fathers from them um yeah areas like actually do this in real life mm-hmm. like you actually see like it firsthand like at festivals and stuff they actually are like this with their daughters yeah you know or they're like no oh, yeah go hang out with them dudes that you just met you know just message me where you are or something you yeah, know? yeah like yeah. i and like yeah you know like they're totally understanding you see there's a connection with them yeah. that's more than most dudes, you know? Like, yeah. And that's more than, like, fucking country or fucking... Oh, yeah, country... Country's shit. I think, I'm just like, saying a now. lot of ways, like, country or, like... There was one other fucking what? musical genre that I had in my head that I was going to pull out to show. What would you call that, like, like the the country culture or whatever you call it, like, I don't want to say rednecks because I feel like that's too specific. But kind of that like old con- conservative, basically. Yeah. Fathers like... objectify their daughter, like not in a sexual way, but like kind of in a sexual way. Not as though like they want to fuck them, but they think they own their sexuality. They yeah. think they own that their their daughters don't have sexual autonomy and stuff like that. Yeah. And that they their daughters are are an extension of of their own possessions. That's how, like, a lot of, like, yeah, conservatism go, and yeah, country music. Yeah, fucking possession shit. Like, yeah. like, they act like, oh, I made you, you're this thing of mine. Yeah. Like, you get free reign up to a point. Yeah. After that, it's what I say goes. Yeah. This, is, what, is, kind of this is my favorite thing about this film was, like, the positive portrayal of the father. Like, the dude fucking had it uh, flat, then got off, then, like, was so weird. He like jumped out of his car and ran to her school, like out in the middle of the fucking country, and still ran all the way to her school. Like, yeah, you don't have time to change the flat. The flat's gonna take what six to ten minutes. Yeah, to you'd make it to the school depending on how far it is. Like I'm assuming probably a mile and a half. You'd yeah. make it there in eight minutes compared to that flat. Yeah. By the time you're done with that flat, you'd still have to drive that extra five to six minutes to get to the school within that mile, and you've already ran there. You know. Yeah. Like, that's why fucking. The mile in school is important, kids. When this shit goes down, you need to know how to get places in that amount of time. Within reason. You don't need to go that whole marathon unless you're in a war. Yeah. 
The marathon is if you need to go tell your fucking king about the enemy advancing from fucking the non-Roman front. That's it, fucking... It's, it's what happens. Yeah, like, the thing about the mental illness in this film, like, um, about, like, portraying him as, like, a as someone who suffers from mental illness, the one thing I could see is the fact that they, that everyone just kind of, like, pushed him aside. Uh, like, he didn't take care of his issue. He just, uh, he delayed it, basically. Who? The, the dude. Um, the killer, I should say. Like, how do you, I'm, I'm just trying to comprehend quick. Um, so you're saying. Like, he should have stayed in the mental asylum. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gotten more help. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I don't know how this wards or uh, hospitals work with like that. Like, yeah, I know they give you your pills and keep you on time, like, depending on your metal, mental state. Mm-hmm. I, I won't, like, that's where I'd like to kind of know, just, like, not a full fucking backstory, but maybe, like, a minute of, like, I thought there was, like, pills happened. or something you should take. Right, like, mixing that up with another film. Not recently. Uh, you could have, but all all these movies like usually have it where like you know you always hear of people that are, have depression and stop taking the pills, right? Yeah, because they actually feel better. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if it wasn't that type of aspect, you know, like where he thought he was better and didn't stop hearing the voices and shit. Yeah, and it happened again, but he just didn't know how to deal with it again at that point. You know, like oh. You know, because I feel like some people just forget about the pills after they fucking t- go off of them or throw them all away. You mm-hmm. know, and then they don't fucking get back on to them until it's either too late or they're on the precipice of doing bodily or someone else harm. Yeah. Or if that harm's already done. Do you think there was some kind of commentary that the heroes of the story were like listening to like music and like stuff that would be considered that like during the satanic panic would probably draw ire to people and this fucking dude like the killer was watching like um religious films and like religious sermons on tv as he like gutted people that's the creepiest part about the film (laughs) yeah like when i was sitting that's when i kind of got serious like today when i finished it i was like yep I I can't handle this right now because like when you put in the fucking Catholic aria music to, or like the Baroque type men singing, you know? Yeah. Like. It, it becomes hauntingly it, or it, haunting, it, you know? Like, you have a killer that's so like. Pre uh, predetermined, no. Determined on like killing, but. He's kind of escalated through something that he's always known his whole life. Yeah. In a way, you know, like he has to do this. I'm pretty sure he's listening to the music to f- feel better. Yeah. You know, like he, he, maybe it's going to help him. And to like cover him. up the voice a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, like and to help him, you know, since he's doing this other shit for yeah. candy. You know, just making human fucking Hansel and Gretel, you know. What did he do with Oh, yeah, he just put them in the fucking suitcases and buried them. Yeah, yeah. In his yard. Which is like... Serial killer type ask. Yeah. I wonder but what's can... weird is like that he actually had... You can actually tell he's mentally disturbed. Yeah. Whether or not it's through that fucking like... Demonic voice or if he's just got some type of thing. Like that's where it, it got hazy for me. Like... Was it an Amityville horror type thing where he started yeah. hearing his voices, or was it actually just mental disturbance? But then, like, I got confused again because then I didn't know if the dad was actually hearing the voices or not, or if he's just like looking at his paintings and getting too far into him, you know? Well, no, because it's like his dad, the his paintings were inspired by the actions of that man. See, oh fuck, that's so and like a little bit of foreshadowing too. That's so weird to me. Like one thing that was really weird was uh, um. Like back to the like the whole like Roman the, the Catholic arias and stuff like that, and that was generally creeped out when those would come in, and then when the skin would like change when when the scene would change to like the daughter the father listening to heavy metal and shit, it suddenly became a lighter a lighter mood, and like I wonder if that's like conditioning for me, or 
or if the film did that by itself. Like if the film like 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 I genuinely feel like creeped out and disturbed when I hear like Catholic aria music and stuff like that. Do, or church I, music. And then when it like skips to like heavy metal, I'm just like, Yeah, dude. I feel like it might be bad. Like, like conditioning. conditioning because like even when I listen to aria music or Baroque, like if I really want to feel haunted or something, I'll listen to that, like at work yeah. or something. But if I want to get out of that, I'll switch it straight to some high driven metal or something. Yeah. Because I'm talking about like the pure Catholic aria, like the stuff that's like no, actually yeah, yeah. intended for like to be played at Catholic church, not like stuff inspired by it. Yeah, yeah, like to it, invoke it, a or sense like of, the like, Baroque red. era too, where the yeah. men, where it was just men singing in yeah. like soprano and shit, where it was like dude, like that stuff generally tenor, creeps me out. It's called yeah, soprano. Tenor. Tenor's the dude version, right? Yeah, in so. alto, alto was really high. Tenor, yeah. Uh. Yeah. <gasps> I also, th- I think, like, some of the theme was also, like, the fact that that dude was, like, alone, had no one, so it was easy for him to give in to, like, the voices in his head, because he yeah. had no system of support, and no one to turn to, and then the father actually had his family. Like, there was a moment in the final scene where, like, the father, no, I don't think it was, like, when the last time the father, like, heard something about it the voices or yeah i thought it was i think the i thought the last time they like we actually audibly heard it was when he tore the picture in half yeah because that's after his daughter went missing then this last time that he heard it i feel would be when he talked to his wife like I, they just won't stop talking yeah like they want to be let out or some yeah. shit which i don't know like you know that's that's where I got confused. Because, yeah, the daughter got kidnapped, and then he, like, went to his barn and, like, cut out the picture and then just wait, waited for um, waited for her to return. And then she did return. And then they, like, put, like, God, I'm trying to think how the events went down. Because I can watch this in a bit. Because first, like, he showed up in the house. And, uh. He showed up in the house. They chased him away. And, like, the cops put out, like, a thing. APB. Yeah, an APB. And, like, just kept the police officer there for, like, a day or something, right? And then she got kidnapped at school when he couldn't show up. And then, like, she, they came back home when they, like, kept two cops there. And that's when he fucking came in and, like, tried to destroy the whole house. That's what it was. Dude, when she fucking, like, showed up at the house, I legit thought she was dreaming. I thought it was, like, some kind of weird, like... The one where he was in bed with her? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that freaked me out. Yeah, that freaked me out, too. That scared me a lot. I was like, fuck. Like, they, like there's just a lot of fucking serial killer correlations that you could take from this dude. Like, yeah. like fucking... The original Night Stalker, the Golden Gate Killer, like, he'd somehow just appear in the fucking people's houses, you know, after weeks of fucking, like watching and be standing right over the bed of the mothers inside of the point with a flashlight in their face. And then, like, my mind always kept going to Ed Gein with, like, Ed Gein having his mental illness, you know, and the two people he killed. You yeah. Know, like, that was due to that, and he was always lonesome, you know? And no one actually... And that's that thing about the 1950s. No one understood, like, mental illness that much, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ed Gein was that person. Once Ed Gein was put on medicine, you never heard anything of him again. Yeah. Like, he was, he was, they say he was totally fine in the fucking ward then loved it, you know? Made pictures. Yeah. Like, I, I, do, I, do, I do just want to point out that, that I don't want to classify anyone with mental illnesses as, like, a potential killer, because that's, a, I think that's a very problematic thing, especially with, like, the whole... No, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, the whole gun discussion going on, where people, like, say, where people try to make the issue about, like, mental health, instead yeah. of, like, instead of, like, accessibility to guns and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I feel like people totally... Like, they focus only on the negative towards mental health, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a wide array yeah. of where people are at on the fucking spectrum. Like, yeah. And that's only to be diagnosed by doctors, yeah. you know? Like, that's, like, we can only assume from what we view media-wise, like, towards, like, horror movies and stuff, what they mean. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. 
no i'm with you on that like I, yeah I yeah totally like if, yeah. if if you if you look at the majority of like serial killers they do have like some kind of mental mental health like disorder but there's also other uh players within their lives that also contribute to it like abusive family home yeah or like um something else like that like fucking h h homes was actually like respected in the community pretty like pretty well educated stuff like that but there was also like something else like dude wanted so much fucking money yeah that too that too like, like just uh, straight up fucking capitalism caused him to be a fucking serial killer like he was a really good con artist yeah. as a serial killer like, yeah that's like, the only reason why like, the majority of people with mental health are not violent and are yeah and are not killers um and like there are a bunch of other stuff at play when it comes to forming a serial killer and more than likely if someone does suffer from it they know yeah and they'll tell you their side yeah like their reactions before like Mm -hmm. you come in or fucking someone approaches them you know like this happens to me just saying yeah like a warning kind of have you have you seen those things about like the whole walkout movement that people are trying to say Oh, don't walk out. Walk up and talk to like the lonely can. Yeah, I can't fucking put up with it. Like I was, I was seeing that and I was getting really fucking irate that I had to like shut off social media during. Yeah, like I was that kid who sat alone. And if you fucking like, if your only like intentions of talking to me were to make sure you steered me away from shooting up the school, I would have been ten times more likely to fucking like be pissed off and felt like even more alienated by everybody. Yeah, like it, it. how I look at that is like the fucking when the school had them fucking uh, happy days or whatever where we all met down in the gym. Yeah. And they were trying to get our whole class to be one. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do games and this will happen once a month or so where we get all get together and uh, so that everyone feels uh, involved and everything. I'm like, it just can't happen like that. Like, yeah. It, forcing it upon someone it's just not gonna work like and it fell apart eventually like everyone went back to the same old clicks yeah and it, it, that's how they tried divvying everyone up was tearing them away from their clicks to see what, like i'm sure yeah if you got a lot of people away from their clicks they'd totally be fine with other people you know and yeah. get along with them you know it's just like that's where they feel most communicable or communable like together they actually see mm-hmm. values within each other you know and I, like i can get along with many other people yeah not fucking start shit be posy with them but like that's where i was totally against the walk up movement it's just yeah. a bunch of fucking what are they dumpy ass used to be hippie children and fucking what are them dudes? The fucking old timers? What are they called? What's their generation? Totally forgot. Gen the baby boomers. Baby boomers, yeah. Gen X, too. That's the other one, right? Gen X is kind of bad. Yeah, I'm see? Getting, getting... Them kind of bad ones yeah. that are teachers right now that fucking say, oh, walk up, you can go fuck yourselves, too. Yeah. Like, that's where I'm getting... That's why I was irate. I'm like, you guys don't fucking understand. Yeah. Like, yes, you were born in an era that had bullying, too. I get that. But, like... You guys never fucking talked about the shit. Yeah. Like, you guys never actually fucking dealt with it, and that's why your guys' suicide rates, fucking all the other statistically proven shit, was higher in your generation than it is mine. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can't... Statistically, I can prove you wrong. Yeah. Like, easily. That's, like, the, thing, that's the thing about clicks that, like, I, um, that I never, like, really, like, thought of them as a bad thing when they're portrayed as as... as like more of like an in-group who just find value within each other's common interest. Yeah. Versus just like, I think, I think people, when they think of like teen uh, clicks, they think of them as being exclusive of, of outsiders. But like from what the metal head community or like, uh, no, not really in our school. Cause we were just kind of shitty overall. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, the metalhead community, like, that we've come to know in, like, the Twin Cities that I've come to know, yeah. they like hanging out with people. can totally, like, just be, go, go to, like, someone who doesn't involve the new clicks and be like, hey, what's up? How's it going? And stuff like that, too. They're, like, they're not, um, they're not adverse to, like, people trying to, like, communicate with them if they don't, like, message their clicks. Yeah. They won't, like, go out of their way to, like, hang out with that person, but they're, like, totally open to, um... They're they're not exclusive or anything. I I, th- I think that the whole idea of like clicks being a bad thing, just just communicates a misunderstanding of teenage um ideology and like social communication in general. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone growing up, pre our generation anyways, yeah, has gotten some bad idea about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you still hear, like, people in their 30s, 40s talking about, oh, yeah, high school sucked. Like, yeah. these people were mean to me. And then they give them the name, like, the greasers or the fucking, like, burnouts, you know? Like, that more of the click names. Yeah. And, like, we didn't have that, really, in our school. Yeah. You know, that was kind of done with. Where, like, yeah. Oh, that was cool, I guess, when you guys were. But, like, they hold some resentment towards them years in their life. Yeah. To where they think that it still bleeds over into ours. Yeah. And I'm like, no, dude, times change, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Like, it has changed. Like, it, there were many times where I guess I could, like, I didn't know this at first. I could have went to jock parties. I could have went to fucking all them other parties, you know, yeah. to groups that I wasn't inclusive to or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But found out later, like, yeah, dude, we would have invited you. We just didn't think you'd actually come, you know, which they yeah. were right. I would have probably turned it down in the yeah. end, you know, because it just wasn't something that I was totally into, you know? Yep. And, like, that's where these older generationists realize, like, we are making our own decisions just like you did. We're just learning from everything that you guys did wrong. I think they also misunderstand it because uh, culture back then was so... It was kind of, like, synonymous with each other. Like, mm-hmm. the greasers weren't actually that much different from, like, the squares, if you want to call them that. Yeah. They were just, like, wore different attire. But yeah. they had the same ideology and the same values, almost. Yeah. Like, a little bit. But, like, here is, like, oh, one group of dresses in, like, black. Uh, black, have patches all over everything. One group. One group is into squares. Like, that's, like, it's a huge, like, difference in interests and, like, and values and stuff that they don't really understand as a mix as a mixture and like when you try to like destroy those lines and trying to just like force everyone to like get along you're kind of just curbing out their individual identity at that point yeah which is like extremely problematic because like i think that's the one thing i hate about like america being called a melting pot too it's because it's not like there's a bunch of ideologies and like cultures just forming into one huge culture it's more of like just a jumble of cultures learning how to navigate within each other and to operate as a single constructive community. Yeah, like, honestly, we all come together when time needs to. Yeah. No one fucking hates each other when the time is right. You know, yeah. like, it's just, I feel like we're, it's, it's n- more of like a, it's, it's not a something salad that's, mixture. yeah, like, it's not like some innate thing in us to fucking personally hate people, but like, when we learn to grow up, we just kind of look at people, oh, they're different than me, yeah. and I hate them, I guess. Like, when some people look at other people differently, they're like, oh, I hate that about them. Like, why do they dress like that or this? It's because, like, they were grew up, they were raised by a generation before that probably wasn't into that. Mm-hmm. And it becomes some resent, some type of resentment towards it. Yeah. To which I see anyways. And, like, that's the only reason why you get all this fucking animosity towards other groups yeah. and shit. And you're like, dude. Honestly, like, I'm sure that me and you could go out right now, if we wanted to, because I, don't, I really don't want to, but, like, we could go to a fucking football game and get along with every fucking person there, possibly. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that there's a lot of good people there that aren't fucking racist or anything, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. We'd be able to get along. And, like, I think that, I think that's what teachers need to start doing, too, is looking outside of their classrooms at the world, at different fucking, like, cultures and, um, what are they called? Right? Cultures? Yeah, cultures. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, styles and, like, groups and stuff, you know, like, and see that they do get along with other people. Like, yeah, one business could be run by goth people. You might have grew up with goth people, hated them all that time, but you walk into the store and realize, oh, they're actually really kind and shit, you know? Yeah. That's them personally, you know? It's just that whole thing. Some people can grow up to be super fucking evil. Yeah. Others can't. It's just like people are just dressing different. It's like that fucking book by the cover type shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that's a, that's the one thing that um I've... <laughs> what? It's like, dude, you gotta fucking read the people, you know? Like, it's not that cover. You gotta fucking open them up and actually read. People don't like to fucking read anymore. That's the one thing I've noticed when I started, when I moved up here is that, like, despite, like, me dressing like a trashy goth i got invited to mo i not invited but like people let me tag along to do most things with them 
uh, and like it wasn't like they were trying to like reshape my identity in order to do it. They were like, oh, cool, you like this? Like, well, I like this too. And then it's just like that one thing we could talk about. But it's not like we became uh, intimate friends. Yeah. Because it's not like they they have the whole spectrum of my uh, interest and everything. Yeah. And I think that's like the one thing where it comes to trying to portray like click culture and stuff like that as being a a negative is that if you want to eliminate clicks, that means only like one group can like really stand, and that's extremely problematic because like you gotta let people have their interests and stuff like that. And like clicks are only like the focus on of certain interests, like coming together and celebrating that interest. But yeah. Hmm. I think there's that big takeaway. I I guess you could like hit, put that with it, you know. You with this? Like I think, yeah, I think a lot. Of, I think there's a lot. Like, it's not outright fucking saying it, but I think you could like take away that from little aspects throughout the movie. Like you can get what we just rambled about. Oh, I thought ours was just kind of a tangent that we went off on on certain aspects of it. I don't think it's like I don't think the film was trying to portray. No, a lot no, of yeah, that. yeah. I know that's not portraying it. I yeah. think like people can get it in their mind. Like, hey, like they'll subtly think oh. about it. I mean, like they're oh, yeah. not like totally fucking like like I, this I, is what it's about. But... I definitely think this film is like a good, good in terms of like portraying, like the fact that it was like a white, um a white almost nuclear family like probably might be easier for people to do it but like to see that like people can have the same values and stuff as you despite having different interests and different like almost lifestyles as you that's the one thing i think i like about this film is that like the only reason the father didn't be consumed by like the voices or whatever was because of the love of his for uh, his family yeah like that's the only reason why I ha- why it didn't happen and like Anybody can, well, hopefully most people can relate to that. They're like, oh, shit, yeah, like, I love my daughter enough that I'd run into a fucking building and shit like that. I I love someone, I love someone enough that I'd fucking, like, run into a building and save them. (laughs) That's if your lung isn't punctured and you're dead already. Like, I'm I'm still, that's one little thing where I'm like, that had to have hit the fucking But, like, sure, if you're, like, I can see, like, I can see a bunch of people who'd look at that who'd look at that dude, like especially from our hometown, and think, "What a fucking asshole! What a fucking grimy looking piece of shit!" and stuff like that. Oh yeah, especially the upper class dudes. Yeah, like, but then like the moment if they ever like had insight about like how, what he did to save his daughter, they'd be like, "Yeah, I respect that dude. I respect like that." Also, like, I don't know. I I I I also don't like the whole idea of like, oh, we need to find a, a value of someone prior to um being being ad, um being thrown away by their like image Cause i remember i was having a huge discussion about that about like um islam in america and like islamophobia and stuff like that and there was a lot of discussions like oh we need to like come together as a community find our similar values stuff like that blah, blah, blah. and then i asked the question like well why do we need to find similar values why don't we first teach tolerance of differences prior to ha- forcing people to find similar values like why can't why does someone need to why does someone need to learn that you have you're interested in raising your children comfortably and like doing this and doing that before they before they can look past your hijab why can't why shouldn't we just first teach people not to discriminate against you because you don't have a hijab like that was like uh, because you don't because you wear a hijab like, that was, like, the main thing that I thought was kind of weird. Like, maybe people shouldn't just judge people wearing burkas in the first place. Maybe they should just, like, leave them alone. Maybe they don't need to, like, know about the inner happenings of their family before they, like, see them and say, oh, I, I dislike you or I like you. Like, that's the main thing that, like, really turned me off about that whole conversation. Because, like, when you come together as a community and understand people's values, like, I don't think you should have to sell yourself. I, like I don't think you should have to like sell the idea of you being a good person to the American people or to bigots in order to be accepted in America. I think you have just as much right to be anonymous in what your values are, just uh, and dress however you want before anyone like excludes you. That's like my main issue with it. Like nobody needs to know metalheads love their families and stuff before they 
before they don't exclude them. I was from gonna the community. say like this fucking always weirded me out. Bro. Yeah. Like, why, why, why do I need to tell somebody? Oh, I love my, I love, I love my niece. Before they look at me and are like, oh, okay, never mind. I guess, I guess I won't discriminate you against you for being Mexican or dressing or putting or, or dressing in all black or wearing like satanic symbols or some shit. Yeah, I never understood that. That's like the one thing that always irritated me. Like, I don't need to sell my personality to you before you like don't discriminate against my outer appearance. Dude, that's when you become a sellout. Yeah, dude. That's not punk, dude. It's not punk. It's not fucking punk. Fuck those fucking sellouts. Like, as long as you keep true to what you believe, that's the most punk thing we can do. <sighs> as long as it's not bigotry, too. Like, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Like, if you're a bigot and you're trying to be punk, yeah. that bigotry totally wipes out your I will discriminate against right you. If I see you have a fucking Confederate flag on or wearing any shit like that, or a MAGA hat, fucking throw a rock at your face, bitch. What's the MAGA hat? Make America Great Again. Oh yeah! Oh, sharpen a toothbrush like right in front of you. I sharpen it and then stab you with the toothbrush. You're like, but you have the knife. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'll stab you with the toothbrush. Feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fuck you. This is gonna try and burn that one small. Remember that kid that drove around the town in his truck and he thought it was like fucking edgy to have that fucking Confederate flag on his truck. And oh yeah, yeah, that kid. God. I found his truck after work one day, and I had the lighter ready. I was like, I'm going to fucking I done burn it. it. You I know? should like, do it. I don't know why I didn't do it that night. I will also, oh. ju- will also judge you if you wear a lot of Fox uh, logos or um, Arctic Fox logos. No, Arctic Fox logos and Monster logos. Monster, t- monster drinks. I'm only going to judge you if you're <laughs> wearing that and you're about 22, <laughs> hanging out with 17-year-olds. Oh, yeah. I'll ju- oh, That's the time that I'm going to judge you. I feel like seeing 22 hang out with 17-year-olds. Yeah, freaks me just, out. Yeah, hang out, hang out with 17-year-olds. I was about to say, like, I work, yeah. I work with 17-year-olds, so that's different. Yeah, like, I, I but I mean, you're not, like, going to parties yeah, yeah. and actively trying to pursue them, which yeah. freaks me out. Yeah, no, no, that's, I think that's, a, I think that's more of a portrayal of your outer values, too. Like, you guys gotta calm down. Yeah. Like, at least wait, I guess. It's still creepy anyways, but, like, if you are that serious about the chick, you know, and pursuing her, she's got a year left to be legal. And it's not even gonna be proven that she's even into you. You know, like... No, for some reason... There's people your age out there, you know that, right? Or, like, older than you in their 40s that'll still... Or if they're wearing Tom Hardy shirts, I also judge them like the fucking dude they're ed hardy dude oh ed hardy who's tom hardy the actor oh that's right ed hardy like, no, if was... you're wearing a tom hardy shirt i'd love you because i love tom hardy i was like what the fuck dude, the dude looks like a mix if like if there was like a pitbull version of like elves from like lord of the rings that's what he looks like that's fucking great that's what he looks like to me holy shit that's funny uh <laughs> No, if you're wearing an Ed Hardy shirt, I'll also judge you. If you're wearing a I haven't seen an Ed Hardy shirt since fucking, like, early 2000s. I swear to God, every time I go to, like, Monty or some rural area, there's always, like, all the men are... One or two men are wearing them. And they had like, I their, think it's... I think their hair is flicked uh, What back. is it? Affliction. They had right? their... Maybe. I think it's Affliction. I don't know. That's like, what they that sell style. at Walmart a lot. That yeah, that, that shit. style of shirt... They have their hair slicked back and wearing wraparound sunglasses and everything. Oh, dude. Oakley's, man. <laughs> fucking Oakley's. Everyone likes Oakley's. I'll judge those dudes. They always pick the worst fucking Oakley's, too. Like, <laughs> it's never the fucking cool-ass aviators. It's never the nice fucking distinguished ones, you know? It's like, dude, what the fuck? I was thinking about wearing sunglasses. Oh, no. <sighs> but, yeah. Just don't get them fucking ones that, like, baseball players get. We're being really judgmental right now. We're, just like we're totally going against what we like, we're talking about. This is trashy fashion, though. We're into trashy fashion usually. No, like metalheads are cool looking. <laughs> cool. I feel like we're like, oh man. I also like prefer hipster fashion over like Ed Hardy shirts, Affliction shirts. You know what? To me, if you're wearing hipster shit, you're just as bad as them fucking baseball Stop. players. I'm sorry. Hipster girls Can't... dress nice. Though. I can't. Uh, uh, 
the dudes all look alike. They actually do. Yeah, they all fucking look alike. Scary. That's where I'm like, nah, dude. Like, sometimes I think some are brothers, and I'll assume it while I'm walking in there. And I'll be like, the dudes are brothers, and you'll find out they've, they've never met. The coolest look, though, is Afropunk. Yeah. Nothing's cooler than that. Fucking, like, white afros and their fucking gauges and shit. I know what it is, but it looks fucking cool to see a white afro. I want to see more, like, afro-punk, like, actual punk music. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, yeah. The guitars. Like, I want it, like, stripped down to that version. Like, I want to see more bands like that, like Cerebral Ballsy was. Yeah. Or, like, like that's the newest fucking punk band that I know of. But Or, like, borderline kind of death grips, I guess. I can handle yeah. that, too. But I'd like to see more get into the punk community. Otherwise, I have to sit and listen to all them fucking white dudes talk about boring ass shit. Anyway, they always talk about boring ass shit. It's always like sports or something. I'm like, dude, how are you into sports? <laughs> Dressed like this, how are you into sports? I don't understand. If you like this, do you play hockey? <laughs> if you like this episode or anything else on the Pretty Punk Network, Did you score six goals last night. <laughs> visit prettypunk.net or like our Facebook Fuck. page or Twitter page or anything like that. Um, look out for more Pretty Punk stuff. Um, nope for now. I think we might be late because uh Audacity is being a piece of shit. Are they charging people? Or is it just crashing? It's just crashing for crashing, sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah, fucking audacity bitches. <laughs> Send a new fucking patch, you bitch. Yeah, bitches. Check out the newest episode of that of Nope for now. No. No, what it came out this The week. latest one. Yeah, they they've already seen it. Um got yeah, yeah. for more stuff. Oh, we always be on the lookout. I feel like we said this for like a year, but we haven't. We've only produced like one new show. <laughs> that was no for now. Yeah, like every time that we were about to, it's always. I guess I had an article that we got went up. stuff that we're working on. Like that's not like this. I had an article that went up in February. I don't know. I like it. So just go check it out. That's okay, his it's... fucking like subtle way of being like, "Yo, I wrote it. Please read it." Yeah, basically. That's that's him. Just. Go do it. You'll be enjoying um, or enthralled. That's make sure to leave. Too. Make sure to leave comments and stuff if you want to join the discussion that we have. We'll 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 take your comments and discuss it in the show. We always like more input. Give us backlash too. Yeah, it's the only way people defend learn. Ed Hardy shirts to me. I'll fucking destroy you. I swear to fucking god. He won't. He has no fucking calculation on that. <laughs> I really feel that like Ed Hardy was pretty cool. 2000s rap, dude. Can't fucking break it. Nelly, man. Stop. Pretty sure Nelly wore some Ed Hardy. <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah. We love you. Stay safe. Uh-huh.